piece. Give me a two piece. I want a two piece. I want a two piece. I want a two piece. Check it. Hey, what's up, party people? This is comedian Ron G, and welcome to another episode of the Two Piece Podcast. Glad to be back right here with my man, brother, Dr. Donald Bill. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? Man, I'm great, man. It's been a while since we've been in the kitchen, dude. It's, it's been, been a minute. A but we actually, we actually we uh, actually did a live version not too long ago, and it was absolutely amazing. We had a great time, man. Yeah, it, was it was pretty high. cool. It turned it out high. way better than, not necessarily what I thought it was going to be, but like, turnout was great, sold out, standing right. room only. Uh, vibe was good, and there was a lot yeah, of- It was high energy. Yeah. yeah. Only I was disappointed about, I wanted to be more men there. Yeah. Yeah, it was like- How do we get the brothers out? I don't know. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how to get these men and activated and, and interested in their own life, man. It's yeah. weird. It was like, what, 90%? Yeah, easily. 90% by 90% females. 92 92 and a half percent female. So, fellas, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, next time we have a live show, your wife might be there. Okay? So don't block your blessing. All right? So cool, man. Uh, today is a very special episode for me, man, um, because I, I, I just feel like there's somebody gave me a phrase. People's like, you can always choose your friends. You can't choose your family. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I've had a lot of challenges in my family and my life. And the, the blessing is as long as your family member's alive, you have the luxury of talking through stuff and everything might not be perfect, right. but you still get a chance to go through it with this person and talk through like particularly me and my dad, we've always had like, I, I think we went, we went through a lot because we're a lot alike, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I love my dad with all my heart and I know he's getting older. So now it's my duty as a man to process like an adult. Cause right. a lot of the issues I've had with my dad was because my dad sees me as a kid. I'm you, my son and whatever. And I'm like, right. dad, I'm an adult. I'm about to be a whole husband in a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I try to process like an adult to handle my stuff because like, I used to get upset every time I go home. Like, man, why are he acting like that? Why are he drinking? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, every time I go home, he does that. So why am I acting like this is the first time he's yeah, been it's like not that? New. Yeah, I need to process like an adult and be like, you know what? I can I can get a hotel room if I need to. Right. I don't have to stay here. So I'll just, you know, do my part, participate, love on him, and just be grateful that my dad was here. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I just want to do better about it. And I'm still working. That's just me as an adult. I, now it's, it's becoming more, uh, it's not as hard as it was, but because I'm getting older, I just, my life is awesome. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm just yeah. grateful that I have opportunity to even have dis disagreements with my dad and love on him. And right. I, again, like I said, so I process like a So why camp out in the bad right. if you don't have to? Right. And I'm like, I know what he does. I should not be surprised by anything he does. He's a creature yeah. of habit. Like, what he, what he do, what he don't do, he'll take a whole week off work and hang out at the house. And yeah. I'm like, all right, you're not traveling this year either. Okay, cool. That's what we're doing. Period. You know what I'm saying? But he's awesome, man. What about you? Uh, any experiences about just dealing with family stuff? Well, the family stuff for me, and you know, we've talked about it. Mm -hmm. um, my father and my stepfather were two contrasts. Mm -hmm. My father, very violent, very intelligent, very focused. Mm -hmm. um, flip side of that, my stepfather was the cool um communicative, loving, affectionate. Mm -hmm. So I got the balance of both of them. Right. Um, that isolation and trying yeah. to penetrate that. Um, and as I said before in our previous episodes with my dad, I had to come to terms with mm -hmm. stop looking at him as my father 
stop looking at him. I know, you just get choked up or what? No, nah, man. It's okay, you getting emotional. Early in the morning. Like, we just got here. You can't start crying <laughs> yeah. two minutes in now. You're going yeah, nah, to mess me up, too. Got my lip trembling. <laughs> get all juicy mouth. <laughs> um, I love my dad, and yeah. it's been a while, and I, <laughs> I'm good. I'm not yeah. crying, and yeah, I'm, not, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm not crying. I'm, I'm leaking I'm, awesome. Yeah, my eyes, <laughs> my eyes sweating, and yeah. um. All right, cool. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, no problem. So <laughs> with him, he had a heart attack at one point, and I figured I didn't know anything about him. So I pursued him, but I kept getting mad because he wouldn't step up mm-hmm. to be what I thought he should be. And then at yeah. a point, it hit me. Um, maybe he's not been given to me as a father. I've been given to him as a son. Right. And when I regrouped from that perspective, our whole relationship changed. Yeah, yeah. So, And uh, even for me, too, man, it's like I realized my dad, you can't make somebody in your family who you think they should be in your head. No. Nah. Never happens. Never works. You want to know why, though? Why? Because they are as committed to their personality as you are to yours. Oh, absolutely. And so for me, like, I like, I think because of how my dad was, he old school. Like, as long as he provided and protect, he did his job. Right. And for me, I'm like, Dad, I want to talk to you. I want to know about your childhood and tell me how you became this person. I know you like to dance and you can walk into a room and light up a whole room. And I got that, too. And I want to know where that came from. And he, you know, he's the type of person. He'll invite you over, but he won't let you in. Right. He'll let you sit on the porch. He'll right. bring you out some lemonade. But right. he not, you're not coming in his house. You can't do you can't go too far. And when he's him. done, he's putting you out. Done. Yeah. You got to yeah. go. You got to leave here. Right. But you got to go home. And you may not see it coming. Right. Right. And it happens fairly often. But now it's like just having little moments because I realize. You know, my dad, he loves chiming in on my life on the big stuff. Like, the small stuff that I like talking through, he like, right. you know, that ain't his thing. But if I was like, yo, dad, you know. He's you not know. small talk. Nah, he, no. Dad, what about women? Oh, let me tell you something about women. Let me tell you something, let me tell you something about women. Let me tell you something about work. You know I mean? If you're a man and you're going to work, you got, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, yeah. he like big picture stuff. Like, he don't do right. state and local. You know what I'm saying? Man. Uh, but it's really dope to have the pleasure of him to, uh, you know, even have my dad in my life to even talk to the stuff, man. I learned a lot. Even through the stuff that he doesn't say, it teaches me a lot about myself. Yeah. Because even like <laughs> listening to all his family members tell his story <laughs> and then listen to my mom. Like my mom helps me understand my dad better. You know what I'm That's saying? Because yeah. she lived with him. Yeah. Like I'd be well, home for she, a weekend. She figured it out. Right, right, right. I'm yeah. like, bless you, sister. Yeah. She deserves a lifetime soul train Emmy Oscar Grammy Mama Award. Achievement Award. Yeah. Purple Heart. But dealing with my dad, you know what I'm saying? But for me, I'd be home for a weekend, about to go nuts, and she lived with him. And I'm like, I don't see how you do it. You're a superhero. And she's like, look, I stay with your dad for y'all. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 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 I know y'all needed it, and I don't trust my life and my my kids for nobody else. Your dad, he take care of me, and that's what it is. So they got their own little agreement. It ain't none of my business, and I let y'all do what y'all do. Right. You know what I'm saying? But listen, man, today is a a, a special episode, man. We got two special guests in the house who kind of wanted to share their story, man. Um... In the vein of talking about uh, family and and just growing with them, uh, good, bad, and ugly, uh, we got two people in the house, and to keep their names anonymous, uh, we're going to call one that man. How you doing, brother? How you doing today? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. Oh, you got on all your, your fancy jewelry today. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a bow tie. Yeah, a little Mr. T starter kit with the chain <laughs> over the bow tie. Okay. That's what it is, man. You look corporate from the waist up and casual from the waist down. It's all good, man. But you having a good morning, man? Good morning. Good morning. Trevor, wasn't too bad to, for you? Uh, not that bad. Not that bad. Okay. And uh, also in the house, we have his daughter, uh, biological daughter, uh, 
goes by the name of Princess. How you doing, young lady? I'm doing good in yourself. She looks sleepy. I am tired. All right, make sure you speak into the mic as well, okay? Okay. Okay, cool. So cool. Um, I know you two uh, because I see you often, um, and I had the pleasure of meeting you and your wife, and she mentioned that uh, it would be cool for you two to come on the show and kind of talk through um, your situation. So if you can, give me a little backstory before we dive into the story of details between you two. Uh well I'm I'm gonna start with myself um well that man that man you okay know, I'm that man you know what I'm saying uh, <laughs> start with myself um I was raised basically by my grandfather you know what I'm saying my father was in and out of jail okay you know what I'm saying so most of my fathering came from my grandfather and I'm trying to incorporate most of my fathering came from my grandfather I'm trying to incorporate most of that into my everyday of um how I want to do my kids you uh-huh. know I'm trying to do it different than what my dad did yeah you know cuz my dad was mostly game banging and, and hanging out and he was Compton bound and uh and you know and then I say um 20 some years out of uh, out of my life he's was in the penitentiary you know uh, gotcha. I got 2 3 years spurts here and there you know where I had little good times but you know that's all I really have so when you became a father you feel like you had the tools you needed or you just had to figure it out on the spot I had to figure it out and work on it a little better and I'm still working on it now I'm not the best father in the world you know I have faults and tribulations and everything you know but I'm just trying to do better through God dope okay, okay. so what happened uh, with your daughter at the time? Like, just tell me, where were you at in your life and when you had your daughter? Um, I was in a part to where I was hanging out on the corners and, you know, selling drugs and game banging and um, thought I was the man and all had all the nice cars and everything on the block. And, and that's where I was in my life, you know, and um, God took everything from me. Yeah, and, and the blink of an eye, everything got took from me. So you had everything at that one time. You had your baby. Was it a surprise? You knew it was gonna happen, or? Oh um, no, um, um, she came about, and I wanted her, so we had her. You know, I okay. mean, it was just like that. You know, what I'm saying, I mean, she was my first child, and I knew I wanted her. Period. Okay, all right. And so, what happened? You mentioned uh, you had some trials, and then you did what? Um, basically, um, went to jail. Had to do some time. Mm-hmm. My auntie got her, and she's been taking care of her for the last. So your auntie, years. not your sister, but your auntie. My auntie, your auntie. So great. Oh, does that great auntie to you? My great auntie. Great. Okay, yeah, great auntie. I was like, all right, make sure I get the right. So <laughs> you gave your baby to your auntie to help raise her while you went on vacation. Yes. Can gotcha. I ask one yes. question. But where was her mom? Her mom. Well. Her mom was going through her own trials and tribulations. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just keep it at that. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? She was I don't need detail. I'm yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Just she was general. going through her own trials and tribulations. But see, the thing about it is, even though that, you know, uh, I gave her to my auntie or whatever, I still was trying to do for my daughter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But still, it, you know, like you say, people be trying to block your blessings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I I kept trying to have a relationship with my daughter. Mm-hmm. I kept calling my auntie, letting her know I needed my weekends and I needed my time and I I, I missed you, my daughter. When you got finished with vacation? Yeah, when I got okay. finished with my vacation. Okay, you know gotcha. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went, I, you know, came back, you know what I'm saying, to the family full force, you know what I'm saying, trying to be a dad. But, you know, sometimes once people are setting their ways in their household, you can't say nothing about what's going on in somebody's household. Got you. Okay. All right. So let me shift gears a little bit. Uh, young lady, uh, to you, what what was like your earliest memory of your dad? When I had she's like, speaking to the microphone. I was making something and I put the fork in the microwave. Uh-huh. So I messed up the microwave. Mm. That's like the last memory that I had when I was young. Okay. <laughs> of him? 
of Me, being with my dad. Meaning he of let his you put response or he let you put the fork in the microwave? No, he wasn't. He was like, hey, there. take this, put this in the he, microwave. He was upstairs. <laughs> put your and face I was close downstairs. to it. <laughs> See what happens. He was upstairs Sparkles. and I was downstairs. And I was young. Yeah, yeah. So I I didn't know that the fork couldn't go in the microwave, but I was just trying oh, to make my own yeah. stuff. And then the microwave starts sparking, <laughs> coming outside. Yeah. He was like, what are you doing? And I'm trying to unplug the microwave. He yeah. ran it down the stairs. But that's the last memory that I have. Okay. Well, don't feel bad about that because I put my mom a good china in the microwave because it had like the little gold rim on it. Oh, and it, it started sparking. I, I didn't know. Nobody yeah. told me. So don't feel bad about that part. I think I did that one too. My grandma yeah. got me for that one. Oh, All right. <laughs> so cut to uh, first day out. Um trying to see your daughter where was your head at at that time you was like i need to get back in these streets so i need to see my baby like what, what were you thinking um tell you the truth uh i still had my mind still in the streets you know yeah. what i'm saying but okay. i still wanted to see my daughter okay. you know what i'm saying but the the thing about it was it was fast money fast money because that's all yeah. i knew at that time fast yeah, yeah. money fast money fast money you know and um i'm no i never was taught by my dad to go get a job Right. You know what I'm saying? That but, was your job. You know what right. I'm saying? Man, my job was to sit, stand on that corner. Yeah. That's all I was learned. That's all I was taught. You know they don't stand on the corner no more, right? <laughs> they got this thing called Cash App. You don't even have to <laughs> you can do it online. You don't have to stand on the corner no more. So hopefully you ain't still standing on them streets. <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah, so nah. uh today y'all here because y'all just like trying to reconcile the time that's been lost. The twelve years y'all been away. You're here now trying to reconcile what happened, correct? Yes. yes. Um, so for you, young lady, what's been some of the challenges of trying to connect with him? Because again, like, even with my own dad, I realized my dad, he's doing the best with based on who he is. And um, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we live in an information time, so sometimes we may be smarter than our parents, but at the same time, you have to deal with people where they are. For you, um, what is something, what's been some of the challenges with you trying to connect with him now? Like he doesn't really. Make sure you're speaking to. He mom. doesn't really know anything like about me or like how I am, mm -hmm. and how I respond to like certain situations. Yeah. So, and I don't know what makes him mad or how he responds to certain situations. Yeah. So then it kind of makes me not want to say anything uh -huh. because I don't know the type of reaction I'm gonna get. Right. Did now, is, hold on. Is there? Do you give him room to learn you? Because it's almost like. I know you might be dating a young young guy or something like that, but we don't know what's in your head all the time. And I miss the mark all the time with my lady. Like, I don't know what she's thinking. She's like, you don't know why I'm mad? I'm like, no, I don't know why you're mad. You need to tell me. She's like, well, you should know by the, my response that I'm not. I'm like, I know you're mad, but tell me what I did. Oh, you don't know? I'm like, we having a whole conversation about what you can just tell me right now and make it easier for me. Do you give him room to understand that he doesn't know you? No. No? I kind of stay to myself a little bit. But does that help? Like, how is that working for you? It doesn't really work. Okay. So is that a long-term strategy or that's a right-now strategy? Just a right-now strategy until okay. we, like, figure out each other. But how do you figure it out if you don't connect with them? Just curious. I don't know. Well, now we, um, like, I feel like now we do more things mm -hmm. with each other. Mm -hmm. And we go out with each other. Yeah. So I kind of can see how he is a little bit better. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Do you feel some kind of way about his bow tie? Or like you like, look, Dad, I'm going to go out with you, but you can't wear that bow tie out around my friends and put your chain on top of the bow tie. Like, I'm not going to have that. Keep it Without real. a collar. 
I keep think. it real. <laughs> Cause kids, y'all cool. Y'all Man, like keep it real. Parents are never cool, no matter what they right. do. Man, I'm it's thinking, never enough. I'm thinking I'm cool, but she telling me I'm. She's trying to tell me I'm cool sometimes or whatever. Cause she tries to film me before I go out the house or whatever. Right. You know, I'll be like, "Is this outfit cool?" I'll be trying to. Am I hip today? Yeah. Is this? Does like, this Dad, look you nice? got on three too many chains. Look, I need one <laughs> chain and tuck the bow tie in the sweater. And even that, for the past three <laughs> days, she's been telling me something about my hat. Dad, take your hat off. Yeah. Take your hat off. I'm yeah. trying to figure what is that. Yeah. No, it's not nothing about your uh, okay. hat. You just got a weird shaped head. Hey. <laughs> See? Well, you know that's your daddy. You might have the same shaped head under that hair, but we're going to leave that alone. <laughs> so, question for you. How did it feel when your father got back from vacation and said he wanted to see you? How did that make you feel? Were you angry? Were you excited? Were you like, you left me? How, how did it make you feel? I was angry only because of what people were telling me. What were like, they telling you? My family members are telling me if your dad cared, then he would come. He knows the address. He knows the number. He knows where you're at. We haven't moved. We've been here since 92. Mm -hmm. The number has been the same since 92. So if he really cared and if he really wanted to see you, it's something that would have been done. Okay. So based on what you heard and how his heart is towards you now, do you feel like that's true? No. Okay. So do you hold any of that against him now? I don't hold it against him, but it's still always in the back of my mind because I would never know because it's he say, <clears throat> she say. I don't know where his head was at back then. I don't know what he was doing back then. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he did, if he was trying or if he wasn't trying because as a child, my mind was manipulated to what they were telling me. Okay. okay. So I just don't know. Okay. So just to be clear. So let's talk about what you missed then. Let's let's not talk about what they said or he did or didn't do. As a child, what were the things you felt like you were missing? I felt like I was missing like the love that I needed because even though I was staying with my auntie and her husband and they were giving me love, it, they also had other kids. And I'm not their child. And every time a situation would happen, they would say, well, we didn't have to do this or we didn't have to take you. We didn't have to do that. Right. So and talk to me about how that made you feel in the household. It just made me feel like. <clears throat> you better start crying, too. Don't do. Both of y'all can't be crying early this morning. Man. We just got here. Don't do that. I'm getting teary eyed. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, Man. Just if yeah, you, there you go. If you didn't have to do it, and you were going to throw it in my face, then why did you Then do why it? do it? Why do it if you're just going to make me feel bad about everything that I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I know I was doing some stuff. Yeah. But the stuff that I was doing was somewhat equivalent to what her son was doing as well. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he didn't get the, well, I, I'll, I'll send you back or... You don't have to be here. You yeah, can go somewhere else. Right. He didn't get that. But you're telling me you're my daughter. I love you like you're my own. But you're not showing me that. Yeah. So as you're sitting in that, because here's what I'm thinking. There's no way to ever really be comfortable if I'm disposable. If you can get rid of me at any point, then I'm anxious. I'm anxious every day about everything. Is this going to be the thing, you know, that's going to get me put out? Is this, you know, there's no relaxing in that. 
Mm-hmm. And that kind of caused me to just do my own thing. Like I started leaving and I started going to stay with friends for like long periods of time. Mm-hmm. I left for a whole summer. I didn't um I missed the whole first <clears throat> the whole first semester of my 10th grade year yeah. because I decided to go somewhere and be with other people yeah. because I didn't feel comfortable being there because of the things that were always told to me. Yeah. So there there was like for you a campaign of do it our way or else you're out. All the time. That's how they were all the time. So when they started talking about your dad, did it come off the same way? Yes and no. How so? Like, yes, because, yes, because I kind of was believing what was told to me, but then no, because just the, the actions that they were showing me made me think another way. Okay. So I was just kind of in between. Okay. So it was like back and forth. One day I'm feeling like what they're saying might be true. Other days, no, nah, if I really think about it, it's probably not true. Because as I started, when I was younger, I always believed everything they said. But as I started to get older, I just started to see like different things. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that things weren't adding up, like things that were said weren't adding up. So it just caused me to, like, just not know. Okay. So how did it make you feel to grow up in a household where you felt like you couldn't get comfortable and then also feeling like dad ain't checking for me and coming after me? How does that make you feel as a little black girl in this, like, how did, in this space? How did it make you feel? It just, it hurt my feelings because I used to always see, like, other people. And then I used to be like, they have a family. Like, that's his mom. That's his dad. They live together. If their parents were able to do it, why weren't my parents able to do it? Right. Right. And so this is for me. What kept you, like, how did you maintain your sanity? Because that's a lot going on for a kid to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like, what did you find joy in? To like just to at least keep you afloat, like while all this is happening. I started doing sports. Yeah, like basket. I did basketball, volleyball. I was doing track. I just. And did you find a joy in like the actual sport, or like just the community of being around people that you knew had your back and like just being around people? Yeah, that had my back because I was not good at basketball. Yeah, like <laughs> not. At, you just like being on that bus, <laughs> <laughs> making the little videos with the uniform. That's really all I'm there for. Yeah, I was not good at basketball. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have a response to anything that she said that like uh, yeah. touch your heart at all? Yeah. Um the thing about like with the going like with the thing about the back in the day thing, I used to try to go over to my auntie house a whole lot and they used to down talk me so much and try to hurt my feelings so much and make me feel so much of a less of a man yeah. that it pushed me back from her. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, you know what I'm saying? I used to try I man, try every t- oh, go over the, on the bus, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm way over here and I go on the bus. Man, 3 days y'all and then sometimes I used to go and make plans with her and then they'll knock my plans. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This is my house. She got something else to do this weekend. Okay, you can go ahead and go in like like I like I just didn't make a full day. You know, do you know about any of that stuff where like mm-hmm. he tried to make plans and then they would like discourage him from coming? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, the thing about that, like I say, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's trying. You know what I'm saying. I tried. You know, and I like 
I just I just felt, you know what I'm saying, that I just more like tried to stay away, you know what I'm saying, because when she got older, like now, yeah. like when she started trying to like get on and venture off, like uh, because I know she got that's the same thing I did when I was little, because it's in her blood, you know what I'm saying, I went to try to find her. When she was gone for that whole summer, I went and knocked on people's doors that I didn't even know who door I was knocking on, yeah. looking for my baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what she doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know where she was. I just used to see videos and see streets and be like, uh, I'm going to go find my child. Yeah. And I used to try. I used to, man, I went to uh, some, I went to a lady house one night. She had four daughters there. I thought my daughter was there. I, I was like, oh, it's right house. Oh, I'm good. Man, I get to the door. The little girl comes to. She was like, "No, baby, your your daughter's not here. But if we, man, if we see her or anything, we will try to contact you." And right. you know, but it was like the the, the mom like kind of felt me, and she was like, "Man, this boy is really out here trying to find his child." Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? And she even called me like a week later, like, "Did you find your child?" Or yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like so, people like really like kind of felt me. You know what I'm saying? And that was the only way I could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, you know, I mean, it's only so much you can let people beat you up. You know what I'm saying? When you go around them, you know what I'm saying? Until you start beating your own self up or you start thinking you are that, uh, what they say you are. So talk about how you felt during that season. Man, I broke myself down. I'm not going to lie. I was hurt. You know what I'm saying? My kids. By my, your family? By my family. Yeah. I was hurt. My kids are my, my, they know my kids are my life, period. My kids are my world. You know what I'm saying? They used her, my auntie used her as a pawn in my life like a baby mama would do. And I'm going to put it to you just like that. That's how my auntie did me with my own child, my child. You know, she put me on child support with my own child, but she getting money for me. Where did that come from? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm still dealing Yo, with that. Your auntie can put day. you on child support? Yeah, she can. She, she really did. She really did. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought you I, had that. I, did, I didn't she was already receiving, Really? Yeah, she was already receiving an income because I was adopted, like legally adopted. Yeah. So she was already You get a check for that. Income. So you're... But she adopted all, you. Yes. That was okay. after, you know what I'm okay. saying? But yeah. That wasn't the original plan. No. But she Did just, they terminate the parental right? Did they terminate your they, parental they, rights? Yeah. They went they went and jumped over my head and did something else. That wasn't the family plan because I'm still stuck on your auntie put you on child support? Yeah. Is that a yeah, thing? Yes. Yeah. Really, like, yeah. She really did. Listen, listen, really? Listen, they just listen, they just that part, they just yeah. took it off my credit right now. Really? Just right now. Right now. And fixed me. It's fixed my credit right now. Essentially, it, what the government does is say, we'll issue a check. And while they're issuing her that check, they're keeping the account on wage. him. Yeah, yeah. And okay. saying, we're going to get our money back. But they weren't knowing she was still getting money. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm Every time, I'm, I'm like I said, I was on the corners. You know what I'm saying? So cornering money So now I'm about money. to ask a dumb question, and I'm going to just announce it. Oh, it feels Why did we choose her? Because she was the head of the family at the time. Okay. She was supposed to be one of the stern fists in the family, you know. And the thing about it is we have an older, we have an older, I have an older auntie, but she's not out here in this city. Okay. She's in Atlanta. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, I, man, my family is from everywhere. We Atlanta, uh, Texas, man, we are everywhere. Florida. So, man, <laughs> Waco, everywhere. So, but the the real great aunt is in Atlanta. The okay. real the real top of the family. The anchor. Yeah. But the, the second one is here. And she was supposed to be running stuff in this state. And that's why she went ahead and was supposed to do what she had to do for, uh, you know what I'm saying, for her. So, it sounds like that aunt had a game plan. 
from day one. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, it feel like that. I'm I'm putting it out there. I, I, it like, feels like that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because m- it wasn't really about the money because you was getting money. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was man, you was getting nice money on the side. Gotcha. It wasn't no, it wasn't no small like it, no. You was coming right. to get five hundred every couple. Of, you was getting some nice money. It wasn't no work money. So, question from end of vacation to the time you went to go get her, where were you at in your life? Like what 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 was that like? Well, what period of time was that? What do you mean? The time you got home mm-hmm. to the time you was like, I need to go pick my baby up. Like, what was that it was, period like? It was in a little period of time, um, like a couple of months, because I had to go to court. It was court. only months? It was only months? Months. I had to go to court. I was going to court from, from jail, because you know you can do that, right? You can still fight for your kids while you're in jail, incarcerated. So they was taking me to court. I'll go to court from jail, tell them I'll do my classes. I'm learning when so I much today. Yeah. I'll tell them I'll do my classes when I get out and everything. I didn't even did. I did classes for her and everything. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And sometimes, so the parental classes. Yes, everything. But see, the thing about this system, the system is not designed for us. I'm going to put that just out there right there. Because right now I'm still fighting for my other kids. I didn't did programs and programs and programs where I'm going against DCFS for my kids because they're trying to say they know the best thing for my kids. The thing about it is you make mistakes, but then you, you grow up from your mistakes. Right. Now, if you got umpteen people telling you that this man didn't change, why are you the only person that think that he didn't? You know what I'm saying? I got so many people that's backing me. I got that's backing me and telling them that this man is not the way he was 10 years ago. But they're still trying to tell me I'm that man. Well, F- oh, FYI, family never takes the label off once they label you something, no yeah. matter who you are. I got people in my family who used to be killers, and now they pastors, and family's like, nah, he's still— He's a killer. Yeah, he a killer, yeah. like back <laughs> in the day. So yeah. that's how family is, by the way. Yeah. And again, that's the same message I told her. At some point, you have to update Your how files. you process— Everything about your family. Your family has declared you this thing for the rest of your life. Again, like she said, her family used to tell her stuff. And like she's like, I grew it and it didn't add up. And now she realized, hey, look, that's not what it is. So for you too, you have the opportunity to process like a man and adult and not hold that childhood. My family going to think like this about me because at a certain point, it doesn't matter anymore. Can I tell you something? In in my family... I'm, I'm what, how you say who's that? What's that one person? What you call them? The uh, the one person that everybody matriarch. No, matriarch? The, no, the one big per- mama. No, the one person that everybody turns their back on. I'm that person. Black, the black sheep. sheep. Black sheep. I'm the black sheep of the family. You know what I'm saying? Now let's keep black that. Black sheep don't wear bow ties. Huh? Man, <laughs> <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. Man. man, I'm the black sheep of the family though. I'm but who? A, but who says? Who listen, declared that? Listen, you declared that? Listen, let me tell you why. Any one of my other family members can go to any house in our family and sleep on a couch or floor or anything. I am banned from every house. Period. And I didn't do nothing to really get banned from every house. I got cousins right now that can go to jail, beat a female up, beat my daughter up, and do all other type of stuff and still can go and lay down in the house with my daughter. That's why she's with me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So my point also is you have a home to go to and you don't have to tolerate that. So I'm saying because you have a nice, warm, cozy home with a lady who cares about you, food, family, you determine what you want to deal with. And again, like, it's both of y'all have to update. You have to update right. your perception of yourself. You have to unpack the perception that your family put on. You said you're black sheep. If It's cool to feel like that. But again, you started your own family for a reason. You left your family to start your own family. So at this point today, both of y'all need to update and unpack 
from your family. Now I want to move forward to what would you, what would you think? Sorry, when you got out, you tried to fight for your daughter. The date you got to a place you like. I'm in a good space now to pick my daughter up. What was that like? What what was the thing to be like? I need to go get my daughter today and have her live with me. Uh, she kept calling me. They they turned their back on her. You know what I'm saying? They really did. They turned their back on her. They put her. They they put her in a home, and she kept calling me and said, "Dad, I'm going through this." And so when you say put her in a home, I was put in a group home. They put her in a group home after she adopted her and said, and took took the oath and said, "God, I'm gonna take care of her. I'm gonna t- do everything I'm supposed." At what to. age were you when you went to the group home? I was 17. 17? Okay. All right. Okay. So um, when she kept calling me. She's still getting the check, right? Uh, man, we don't know. We okay. don't care. Okay. okay. Talk to we don't care. Okay. Got you. Man, God going to get her. We don't care. So the thing about it is she kept calling me and kept, you know what I'm saying, saying or whatever, or saying what she was, <laughs> or saying everything that was going on with her. Um, Dad, these girls, that I go take her money. Dad, my money's coming up missing. Dad, my clothes, somebody's wearing my, dad, this and that, this and that. And I'm like, well, baby, what do you want me to do? I kept asking her, what do you want me to do? Baby, whether you're right or wrong, I got your back. I am with you. If you want to walk out that door right now, instead of you going and jumping in somebody else's car, I'd rather you jump in my car. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of you running to one of them dudes out there on the street, I'd rather you just go ahead and jump in my car and go on the run. Yeah. Or whatever you're going to do, you feel me? I'd rather you do it with me, you know what I'm saying, to be safe. Did At least you, I know you're safe. Did you feel like you could ask him to just come get you? Um, Slide into the mic. At first, I didn't because I was, even though I was in a group home, I was still, like, my auntie and my uncle and my sister, they were still coming to visit me on, like, the visitation days that they had. And um, she was also giving me money, like, so she was still, in the beginning, she was, like, still there for me somewhat. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I had told her, like, oh, I started talking to my dad. Oh, my dad, he he stopped by. He brought me some food. My dad yeah. came. and Did she go either or on you? Yeah, she was just like, well, how would you put yourself in that situation? Yeah. Why would you do this? Why would you this? Why would you that? Like, why are you doing this to yourself? And she was like, he doesn't care about you because if he cared about you, then you wouldn't have been there now. You would have been with him. Like, she just had a whole bunch of stuff to say, and then she just stopped coming yeah. She stopped talking to me. She stopped calling. She just stopped everything. That was an either or. Either you choose us or you choose him. Because from their perspective, not so much black sheep as much as this is war. And you either side with the enemy or you side with us. That's the mindset. Basically. That's Real how they, simple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the choosing came from a different situation. It was a, a much different situation that I was put in. Mm-hmm. And it was something that she wanted me to do. And I didn't want to do that. Right. Like, even though I was young and I had, I have so much time in the future to do this. Mm-hmm. I still like, I feel like it was a blessing to me. And I still wanted to go forward with it. And Meaning, connect with your dad. We already know. We we know. Hold so on. Is, okay. that what, is that what you're saying? No. Okay, go forward with what, what am I missing? There's something Y'all she looking wanted at each other. you to do yeah. you don't want to go say. Go ahead. Take. I was supposed to have a baby. I was pregnant. Okay, got okay. you. Got you. And um, it just kind of hurt me because she would tell me all the time, um, 
like when I told her, she was mm-hmm. upset about it. Mm-hmm. And then she told me, you can't have your baby. Like, if you're going to stay with me and if we're going to fix everything, you can't have your baby. Mm-hmm. So you know what you have to do. And that's not something that I wanted to do. And I feel like that's something that was kind of forced mm-hmm. for me to do. And I didn't want to do that. I'm going to say officially it was forced. It wasn't kind of forced. It was forced. And she just basically told me, like, you have to choose. It's either it's either you're going to talk like you're going to you're going to be with me and we're going to fix our relationship or you're going to keep doing what you're doing and you have your baby. And then I have made the decision to just. Did he know? Did you let your dad know about the situation? Mm-hmm. And how did it make you feel, sir? Um, I like I told her. Um, I'm with her right or wrong. I, I you know what I'm saying tell you too. Um, you know when you a parent, you feel certain stuff. I'm gonna keep it real. Even if you a guy, you feel certain stuff that women feel too. I'm just let you guys know. And I just felt something was wrong when she came to my house. So the thing about it is, I just you know like I told her, whatever you want to do, baby. Whatever you want to do. And I told her one day, you I said. Keep still. You're making the chair rock oh. and it makes noise. So, <laughs> speak. Right, go. so what I was telling her is um, you really got to sit down a day and think to yourself what you want to do because it's your decision. What did you want? Honestly. Honestly, I wanted what she wanted. I'm going to keep it real. So why didn't you say that? I told her it's your decision. You but have to- I, I get the your decision huh? part. But sometimes our kids come to us. Wanting us to affirm what they want. It isn't just like, okay, because you were clear you wanted to keep the child, right? I thought I was clear. No. Okay. No. <laughs> That's I'm, the thing very, about I'm it. indecisive. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Well. Like, my, I have, like, emotions. Like I, I got you. Well, let me ask you this. At your heart level, what did you want? I wanted to have my baby. Okay. It's okay. I knew it was going to be, be hard. 17 and vacillate back and forth. Um that's not a problem. So you're not supposed to be super decisive at your age. Um so in this process this is taking place. You wanted the child, you wanted the child. Here's what I'm getting at. And just bear with me for a second. Why didn't we have a conversation where that came out or did we? Um, We did. And like I, well, the thing about it was once she started going through everything she went through, then she figured out what she wanted to do. Okay. So I had to really like wait for her to make the decision. Okay. It wasn't my decision to make. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's her body. Like I told her, once she got in my, you're grown now. Mm-hmm. You do what you do. You know what I'm saying? And you have to, you know what I'm saying? You have to deal with the consequences. You know what I'm saying? But like I told her, I'm still there for you. Like I told her, too, because I'm saying, I'm, Hold on one I'm going to be. When you hear that, what do you hear? When you hear that, I'm here for you, what do you hear? I hear that he's there for me. Like, what do you, can you, like, go a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll say that, but then people interpret that at what level, for what. We still hear it, and okay, you got my back. But what does that mean 
when you hear it. Like auntie said, she had your back, but you like, but I don't we know you have my back. Yeah, I just. What does that mean when, you're, when your dad says it? When he said it at that time or when he says it now? At that time. I'm going to um, go with both. Yeah. Awesome. At Thank that you. time, it was just like, I have this, you're going to have to show me to, towards everybody <laughs> because of everything that I went through up to, until that point. Trust issues. Yes. Got you. And, but now, if my dad's, if he says that, then I know because what I've been shown since I've been with him. So there's been an establishment of trust between the two of you. Oh, yeah. Since then. Do you remember what, like, when did that happen? Like, when did it change? Like, I can trust you now? Or are you still kind of struggling with it day to day, depending on the day? Um, I still kind of struggle with it. Because it's, it's not something that I'm going to just be able to get over that quickly. Right. Completely. It understand. hasn't been that long. It's probably been like maybe a few months. Like it hasn't been that long. It's been a few months and I've been gone for years. So it's going to still take time, but I know it's going to get there. So there's a hope you have in this yes. relationship. Yes. Let me kind of switch gears and start asking some moving forward questions. Yeah. So I don't know if that should be or just be brown. Well, we can get started. Okay, cool. Um, what would you like to see moving forward? And and here's what I mean by that. Um, a ship is built that goes out to sea and it's all brand new. And then it goes down and they dig the ship off the floor to sea. And they salvage it, but it's never the same as it would have been. So the question becomes, we can never have what we had in the beginning. What would you like to see in terms of salvaging your relationship and having the best relationship moving forward? What would you like to see? Besides him not wearing bow ties. <laughs> I would just like um, just a little bit more time. My dad, my dad's very busy, like. Very busy. And I understand why he's very busy because it's people that he has to take care of. There's things that we have to do. It's my brothers and sisters that we're trying to get back. And I understand, like, he's really busy. But I just would like a little bit more time. What would that look like? Um, Like, to me, it's just, like, simple stuff. Like, even if we just go to the park and we sit down and we have a conversation. Can I ask you, is it more one-on-one -on -one time or is it more is just... I'm going to need you to change that ringer immediately. I don't know what that is. That sounds like news coming on. What is that? It's the, it's the ringer on the phone. Just man. put that in the trash and start over. Don't <laughs> throw that whole ringer and the phone away. I don't know what that was. What, you chose that? Or was that the default? That's the default, man. You, I feel like you chose that one. Oh, that ringtone was trash. I'm sorry. What were we at again? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, man, you just threw the whole thing. I know I did. One on one. <laughs> no, one on one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One on one. Yeah. I feel like I do want one on one on one time with my dad because I haven't had, I haven't really had that. Like, just me and you, not just us two. Like, we went to dinner one time and when I first, first came. But it's just things that we have to talk about. 
It's mm. things that at first I wasn't really comfortable telling you, but now I'm a little bit more comfortable. So it's things that we have to talk about. Okay. So can we call that check-in time where yeah. I need to just check in with you? So what is that? Once a week, twice a week? Uh, w- let me know. What is that? Like once a week. Once a week? Okay. I could put it. I could put a day aside, uh, two, two hours, three, four hours, you feel me, and we can go and have a nice time. We can do that. How does that make you feel for him to say that? It feels good, but I just have to see it done first. Yeah, that's right. Because she's and, like, I be busy. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, and I don't even want to do anything. Like, I just. She just want to be in your space. Even right. if it's just something simple, like if we just Watch sit you sweat on my and rub bed. your knees when you talk to her like you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. You get passionate and start rubbing your knees. I'm, I can't wait for you to do it again. I'm waiting on you to start rubbing your knees. Watch, watch. It's, it's going to happen again. Go ahead. Sorry. You were saying? Go ahead, man. But, like, even if we just sit in my room and we watch a movie, it's just quality time of just us two. No distractions. No distractions. So he can't bring the phone with the... Terrible ring on it. No, he can that ring tone is trash. He can leave that somewhere. <laughs> In the trash. Okay. <laughs> so what are you hearing her ask for? What is she asking for? Uh, me to set aside some some me and her time is what she's asking for. Is um, that reasonable? Yeah, it's reasonable. It's reasonable. And, um, you know, I mean, it's reasonable because I do that for my wife. You know what I'm saying? I set a uh, part a day. We get a whole day together of me and her time. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I could do that for her. You know, she's only asking for a little bit of time, not the whole day. So that's not that's not bad. You know, I mean, but then my other she's always with me. So that's why we're together so much or whatever. Talk to her about why you would be willing to give her that time because there's a worth issue that needs to be addressed. And by that, I mean her wanting that time is not just about having time with dad, but I think it speaks to her value to you. That, but um, it could, it's that. Rubbing uh, them knees. I told you. It was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> Them knees is itching. <laughs> um, um, say that one more time. She needs to hear not just, hey, I'm willing to do that. But I think one of the things she's asking you, and, and she should be based on the nature of the relationship, mm-hmm. am I worth it to of, you? Of course. You're my princess. You always worth any of my time. You know, uh, uh, all my jewels are, all my kids, always worth uh, man, plenty of time in my life, you know, and um, like the the time that's lost, you know, uh, we do need to make that time up, you know. I do need to sit apart a little bit more time, you know. What I'm saying a week for her, you know. Um, I think it would uh, better the relationship, you know. What I'm saying more talking, more of this, more of that, you know. What I'm saying better communication, you know. The more you talk, the more right. you get stuff out. I'm so. gonna put you on the spot. Tell her why she's so special. Why? Because she's a part of me. She's my heart. She's my jewel. She's my firstborn, and I named her after the jewel. She's Emerald. She's my first jewel. All my girls are named Diamond, Emerald, Jade, Sapphire. They're all named after jewels, but that's the first jewel. She's the first part of my heart. How does that make you feel to hear your daddy say that? (laughs) 
<laughs> you better not have a baby named Rhinestone. I want my time. <laughs> Cubic zirconia. You better make time for me. I'm sorry. That's stupid. All right, go ahead. It it just makes it makes me feel wanted, and I haven't really heard heard that from him yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's why I'm saying that. Because the wanted question has always been on the table. Mm. That's the one not answered. Mm. So when you go to interact with her and you go to do stuff, Mm. if you haven't answered the wanted question, you really can't be the dad, if you understand what I'm saying. Because the circumstances have jacked that up. Mm. So the question that would have been resolved with all these missing years is she would know she's wanted. So I can just go to the dad stuff. Yeah. And hey, you didn't need to be fixing that, changing that, because yeah. she knows she's wanted. Yeah, to hear you like a dad, she has to also know she's wanted. You're gonna have to say that because the aunt put tapes in her head that said he wouldn't choose you. Can I tell you what I do at home? Uh, and I do do this. I, I t- you are beautiful. You know what I'm saying? You are a part of me. Or you are, you know what You can't saying? look at him and say you're beautiful. Oh, yeah. You got to look at her. <laughs> no, but I tell her she is beautiful. You know, you are a part of me. Um, you know, you're better than that. I always tell you, man, the stuff that you got, man, you way, your your brain is amazing. You know, you have wonderful ideas. I, I try to encourage her because she has a problem with giving out a good idea but not pushing it forward. But that goes back to brilliant, smart. I see it already, but the wanted thing has to be said specifically because you're talking about things she knows objectively. What she hasn't resolved is how much she's wanted in this world because that's what got damaged is the one. So while you're saying all the other things, I got it. That's cool. Okay, so how do you do that? You just say it. It's good having you home with me. Mm. I like spending time with you. You know I'm really enjoying this conversation we're having. I missed you. I'm glad you're here. The the beauty, the intelligence, that's all talent stuff. Mm. Beneath all that talent stuff is who she is. And am I wanted? That's that's a deeper dig, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, because it's easy to reward all that other stuff. But the do you want me part is what that aunt tore apart. Mm. And that has to be repeated from all kinds of angles and different kinds of ways. And that builds the relationship. Because the first thing she talked about was being in a place where I'm not wanted. Yeah. Or I'm not really sure I'm wanted. What did they raise the issue at? Your dad don't want you. If he mm-hmm. wanted you, he'd have found you. Our address hasn't changed. That's that's what you're dealing with. Yeah. Every time you have a conversation, that's in the conversation. Because it's of in whether the back of would, her head. Because it's in the back of the head. So you got to come and answer the core question before even dealing with the other stuff. So whatever we're dealing with, you always got to be communicating. I wanted you here. I want you here. Yeah. I'm glad you came to talk to me. 
Yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. You feel me? And I'm gonna add this too for no extra charge too, because I I don't like when <laughs> my parents do this to me when they lump me in with everybody else. Because like every time you say I love her, you're like, but I love all my kids. And like that's what she's supposed to say, but she need to know about her because most of her life has been compared to other people. Like I love everybody, but if you don't like how it is, you can go. Like that's right. been her narrative whole time. So when you mentioned when she asked you about her. You're like, I love all my kids. Instead of saying, I love you. Like, you're special to me. I want right. you here. That, words matter. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, be specific. Like, I love you. Not, I, I just love all my kids. Because my dad be like, why you can't be like your friends and make good grades like them? Yeah, you're doing okay. But your best, your other friend, he made straight A's and you did all right. But, you know, you're like, why are you including him in our household? I just want validation from my dad. I don't want to hear about all the other stuff. Not that it's wrong to say it, but it's still, she right. wants to know for her. Also, too, protection is very important. Like, her whole life, she has not feel protected. And I'm going to say it on behalf of you. So it's your job to protect her from everything, including yourself. So I know you're a very passionate person. Very cool. My dad is passionate too. But when I feel threatened and I don't feel heard because my dad getting crunk about how I took something, you always got to make sure you soft with her because she's never had that. So I'm saying anytime she's talking to you, you got to like... You, you're a street dude. I know you. You know you've been in the streets, so you know how to. You passionate. You want you in your moment. Like first, you ain't gonna rub. You know, it's pride and ego. Take all right. that off and talk to her with a softness because she need that. She need to hear dad love on her and be soft and kind to her because in this world she need to know what that feel like when a man is soft and kind to her. Because right. all she knows, dad gonna be hostile if I say this to her. Like her reference point is that's how men talk to me. Versus like my dad is soft. He's a lion and he's a lamb. I know if he need to get crunk when he need to to protect me is necessary. But in the household, my dad has always been soft and he hears me when I'm talking. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just tone thing. Tone is very like you know how it is with your lady. Like yeah. tone, she can tell you the most important thing ever. But if her tone wrong, you don't want to hear nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah. the same way. But with your daughter, and I'm saying it for her because I know you're a very passionate person. You got to be soft when you talk to her, especially when yeah. she's being soft because that's why she retreat because she's always not been protected. She got to shut it down to deal with herself, deal with her own stuff instead of being able to come into a safe space and say, like, look, dad, I'm having issues with whatever. You know what I'm saying? I want to just get close to you and spend time with you. If you're like, I'm trying to work and take care of like going there versus like, I hear you, babe. I'm going to just being soft is very important to her. And again, I'm going to say it for you because, right. again, I know that feeling. And with I'm going to give you the cheat sheet to the test. Here's what she just asked you. My interpretation for you. I need to know I'm special. And so when Ron says not that I'm special among the rest, no, I need to know I, by myself, not connected to anybody else, that I specifically am special and uniquely special to you. So when you said you're my firstborn, that makes you special, but Still, it's in context and comparison with others. Mm. It's not the same as I'm choosing you at this point in my life. I wasn't able to make those choices earlier. I'm choosing you right now. I'm choosing our relationship. I'm choosing to be there and be with you. Can I ask you, from everything that I did this past couple of months, you feel me? Because we know we don't have to let everybody else know. You know, do you feel that way? Um, my, I feel like my dad is, like, sometimes sensitive. Like, we've had conversations, and, like, he's cried. I didn't mean to, like, put you out there like that. But oh, we know cried. he cried. Man. He's too hard not so, to cry. Yeah. Man. 
we've had conversations and like he's cried. Like we've had like some good conversations. So I know that that side of him does exist. Do you feel that your dad has a lot of pain? Like, can you feel it? Because uh-huh. you hear when he talk about his family, his energy changed completely, right? You hear how he talk about, like, that's on you too. You just get quiet. So both of y'all have to give each other grace and understanding. Like, both of y'all been through a lot and got a lot of hurt. So y'all both got to unpack it together in each other's space and I, make sure it's safe for both of y'all to do that. I ain't going to um, even lie. That's why I am got her now and we're trying to stay away from them. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like a great idea. You know, yeah. and, and we're doing us. No one here is disagreeing. Man, that's an awesome idea. I, I'm going to keep it real. I don't even yeah. want to meet them. Look, yeah. and, look, and, we're, look, and we're doing us, and that's what it is right now. You know, anything they try to say, I tell it, baby, don't even listen to them. We're doing us. We're going to be better. Watch, they're going to be they, they gonna be mad at us in, when, when we were good in right. a year, year, two years. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about nothing. Here's you know? what I would say for them. I wouldn't even have them as a reference point in any of my conversations anymore moving forward. Mm. I wouldn't even use Paul, them you got as a button. reference you got a, point. No, you, don't, you don't have the button, Paul? Are you serious? Um, it's been all this time. And and here's why I say that. Because it winds up giving them headspace that they didn't pay for. Huh. Space in your one. head, they ain't paying the rent. You don't want them having any space in your mind. They ain't paying rent. They chose not to have you in their lives. You need to hear that choice and live with it. Hmm. That, cool, we need to set these heavy boundaries and we need to move forward. And that's why I'm saying it's about what relationship that the two of you want to set on your own terms without any of them being a reference point. At this point, at 17 and a grown man, father, daughter, what do we want? What do we want to build? And that is really negotiating your relationship from ground zero moving forward. See, the thing about it is my grandfather, like I got his teachers in me, and he was that person that he left the rest of the family and did his own thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then he built all Mm -hmm. that we have. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, like all my aunties, and he did all that by himself. He didn't need the rest of the family, or he didn't he didn't need nobody else. Give me a second. Was that you? Yes. That was you. We doing with the Cardi B right now? <laughs> While we having these fa- yeah. Y'all killing me with these ringtones. I'm going to need y'all to throw some gospel on them ringtones so both of y'all can just calm down. That's what y'all need to do. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Sir, your grandfather. What were you saying? Yeah, and... um. You know, and um, his teachings, you know what I'm saying, is mostly instilled in me, you know, or whatever. So um, I'm really, like, trying to, like, just move forward, you know what I'm saying, and and, right. and, and, and build my own foundation, my own family, my own. I, I want, Like I told her, we're going to start a business together, and I want you running the business. By the time you're 21, I want you already running the family business. So you okay, you know what I'm saying? So you don't have to go back to them and ask them for nothing. You know, I, I want her to be okay. I want her to go to no man and ask for nothing, period, uh, off the top. You know what I'm saying? I should be that only guy you come to first. You know what I'm saying? I know you're going to have the guys that you talk to or whatever, but. Here's all I would add to that. Make sure that the vision is shared because a lot of what you're talking about is addressing other people's damage. There's a difference between a response and vision. 
So when I talk about the two of you sitting down and deciding what relationship you want, it's out of what the two of you want moving forward, not out of we'll show them or we don't need them. They shouldn't be a factor in your vision. Do do you understand what I'm saying? You have an opportunity to have exactly what the two of you want, independent of them. They should, and that's what I mean when I say they shouldn't even be a reference point. But the thing about it is, what I trip off of, like when we be in the house, we do the same goofy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, we do man dress up, do the same goofy man. You be wearing bow ties too? No, not no. around the house for no reason. <laughs> no. Multiple chains. Like Look, Dad, I'm you. Six chains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bow tie gang. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I, Dad? I got a bow tie on. Yeah. But, you know, um, I, um, I I think it's just way better than what it used to be. You know? Um, yeah. Everything, it just took time and a factor and, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and we both had our own issues that we're dealing with, too. Right. And we all had to, we had to realize that, too. Right. Like, right. maybe I have issues, maybe you have issues. So we both have issues. I hope so. this makes you feel better, but everybody in this room got issues. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We oh, all yeah. do. Like, oh, a yeah. lot. I got carry-on luggage for mine. Yeah, FYI. <laughs> so listen, man, I feel like this is a great place for us to wrap up, man. Uh, Brother Bill, anything you want to say uh, before? We, I feel like we should make the next part another episode of where you at now and how do we right. reconcile what's happening now? Because most of the stuff was about y'all past and what y'all been through. Give people the backdrop that's listening. But I feel like next episode uh, will be how do we resolve today and now? Uh, is right. there anything you want to add to it? I would just say let's close this episode with the thought We've officially closed the door on the aunt season. Mm. It's over. Okay, that funeral. Anything we do now needs to be about us and where we're going. We're done having her have impact and influence on where we choose to go. So if we choose to go somewhere, guess what we did? We chose it. Door on her is closed. Okay. Oh, that was awesome. That was, I'm man, sorry. That, I, that was, man, I was, that was I, amazing. I was in that one too. Man. <laughs> no, that was amazing, man. So I honestly want to say I'm really proud of both of y'all. Both of y'all been through a lot. Y'all been through a lot. I feel like everybody in this room been through a lot, but y'all specifically been through a lot, man. And the fact that y'all want to make it right, the fact that you showed up this morning, because I know you ain't a morning person, because you got them slow blinks. <laughs> I get it. And you, sir, you put on your best sweater in April, <laughs> March. <laughs> in springtime, you wore your sweater here to dress up to an online show, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> spray cologne on and everything. I can't smell this online. But anyway, we're glad y'all came, man, to try to make this right, man. Again, like, life is short, man. Time, if you can tell, time is just flying, man. And man. You don't get these moments back. You don't get these right. moments back. And then I know you mentioned, I want to make up for the time. It's impossible. You just got to live for today and enjoy each other right now. What you got? She on the phone while we, are we on your phone right now? Y'all need, I feel like y'all need to have a no phone day. All y'all. <laughs> get rid of your phones and your ringers. And you, young lady, get off your phone while we trying to have a moment oh, you about your future. about her phone. Of course. It's all man. good. She's a teenager, man. Man, four in the morning, five in the morning. <laughs> she sleep next to grandma. Grandma be like, boom, 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 boom. I'm telling you. Four, five in the morning. On the phone? On the phone. Doing your thing. That's what it is. That's our best friend when you don't talk to her. So FYI, when you don't check in, she on that phone. All right. Uh, but yeah, listen, man, it's been a great episode. We're glad you two came by. Um, we got so much going on in our life and our career. Uh, Brother Bill, before we get out of here, anything you want to add or say? 
Yeah, man, my mind is blank right now. It's all good. So my <laughs> mind is not blank. Uh, every Sunday I host at the World Famous Laugh Factory Chocolate Sunday's comedy show. If you're around, please come check it out. Uh, I'm actually getting married in a couple of weeks, too, so I'm pretty excited about That's that. That's why my mind is blank, because I'm so focused on my brother. Oh, man, let me tell you something. My life is changing. Some grown man stuff happening right now, and I'm very excited about it, because it feels right. It feels right on, on a deep down, like, okay, all right. You know this is being recorded. <laughs> I know. Okay. This is a reference point. Frame of reference. No, it's good. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> grown man, grown man choices. So, um, we actually, uh, for me, also, too, um, if you don't mind, uh, how do we contact you, Brother Bill? And then also, uh, you Donald have a book. Donald Bell at all the stuff. Donald and Bell on everything. And then yeah, also, everything. you have two books out right now. Yeah. Doing working on Scary three. and 30 Days of Spiritual Detox. And I'm actually working on three and four. Right. On dating. Man, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm already excited about it, too. It's going to be hot. What about the regard one? Is that the other one? That's going to be in four? there. Okay. That's it's going to be amazing, be man. There. I can't wait to see it. Please follow him, Donald and Bell. Myself, Comedian Ron G. Follow me on everything. Comedian, R-O-N-G, Comedian, R-O-N-G. And be sure to follow us on the Two Piece Podcast, the number two P-I-E-C-E podcast. And if you have any questions. Does G stand for G-Unit? It stands for I'm joking. Gravy Biscuit. <laughs> Greater Biscuit. <laughs> stands for Get Me a Bow Tie. That's what it stands for. <laughs> <laughs> Bowtie gang. All right. Um, also, too, if you have any questions about the two, please feel free to tweet us. Go to us on Twitter or Instagram and just hit us up or DM us. Uh, any questions you'd like to have, there's any topics you want us to cover, or if you want to be on the show, let us know. Two Piece Podcast, the number two P I E C E P I E C Podcast. Paul, great to have you back, sir. Good Appreciate to see it. Paul. We need to get them buttons right, man. Can we get them buttons right? Yeah. We, we, you have one job <laughs> record and press that button. Well, he has two it. jobs. Yeah, you one job. Press the buttons. Two show second up. job. Well, show up. That's a whole nother. That's three thing. jobs. Yeah, show up. The third one is. What's that? Don't play that song. Don't ever play that song again. Don't ever. Play that, that song is trash. Like his ringtone. Listen, y'all. Thank y'all for joining us. We glad y'all had a chance to uh, kick it with us today, man. Glad to be back in the kitchen, and we'll see you soon. We out. <laughs>